You're listening to the Mobcast Network. There's a podcast network. It is a network not only of sports and culture, but of anything you can fathom. And it lies between man's desire to imagine and his want for laughter. It is a network which we call the Mopcast Network. For the past year, the Mopcast Network has been bringing you weekly podcasts for all the commentary on movies, music, sports, recent events, and more. The Mopcast Network. Celebrate fandom. Everybody, welcome to the Occasional Gamers Podcast, a.k.a. the OG Podcast. I am one of your hosts, the man in the hat, Aaron Porter, alongside the man formerly known as Aftershock and the master of the 9.5, he is Lee Whitaker. What's up? And then to my right, your left, he is the leader of Vault 251 and the conqueror of the wasteland. Wubba lubba dub dub. Okay, that's hey. <laughs> John Jones. <laughs> All right, so gentlemen... Figured, uh, we, we had we had some uh, had some great uh, feedback on our first episode. Things went oh, yeah? well. Yeah, heard some huh. good things. Uh, I didn't from hear who? any of that stuff uh, from friends, you know, who watched it and oh, uh, your mom, right? A couple gotcha. of folks, you know, yeah, yeah. My, well, actually, my dad, my dad started watching it. And he's like, well, I didn't understand what you, what you were talking about, but I watched you need, it. You need to curse less. <laughs> what the fuck ever? I haven't told anyone but my wife. So no, there you go. Uh, but I thought this is a gaming podcast. Let's start off. Sean, what have you been playing for the past uh, couple of weeks? Um, well, you'd be surprised. I actually haven't played any Fallout. What? <laughs> um, no, no Fallout 4. Anyways. Right. Okay. Right. I've played a little bit of uh, Fallout Shelter. Uh, okay. They had uh, an update. Uh, I believe it was 1.4. Yeah, they added yeah. some stuff to it. Yeah. They added, um, basically, you could craft items now. Um, they added uh, a few new rooms. They added. Uh, a I'm few sorry, a few new what? Rooms. Okay. Roo- roo- rooms. Rims. Uh, Rims. There's a roof. Roof. <laughs> uh, they added. They said they added new pets, but actually they only added a parrot. Really. That's annoying. Yeah. But uh, uh, that is technically a pet. True. True. And uh, they made some tweak, bug tweaks, and stuff like that. But you know, I, I jumped in, played it a little bit here and there. Cool. Um, I've been playing, actually, I played, uh, a little bit of Pocket Morty's. Nice. That looks good. That looks like, it's that fun. looks like it's, fun. It's another one of those games where it's just sort of more casual fun. It's, sure. it's it a little repetitive. Sure. Um, it's based sort it's, of like a Pokemon. It, no, it's, it's, it's Pokemon. Yeah. It's, yeah. Um, so, you and that's know, fine. I mean, it that's wastes not a, bad a thing. little bit of time. Uh, I've also been playing, um, trying to get through some of my point and click adventure type games. Okay. So I've been playing uh, Wajidai's uh, Techno Babylon. Yeah. Not a fucking clue what you just said. No. Okay, I, I caught Techno Babylon. Yeah. They um, they helped remaster uh, the Grim Fandango remastered. Okay. Point and click uh, adventure is. game. And right. hopefully they, they uh, pick up more of those LucasArts properties and classic adventure gamers would, would enjoy. Same and Max. But, uh, so that's pretty much it. I'm, I'm hoping to get back in Fallout 4. Um, in the next coming weeks, as uh, the DLCs and all that begin right. releasing, right. Uh, so I can get up to speed on that. But I've just uh, been too busy to really get into anything. Yeah, heavy. same, yeah. same. I've been I've been really busy uh, with a couple of things uh, going on with uh, kind of behind the scenes production wise and uh, getting stuff together for a, a stream that we did uh, this past Sunday, uh, oh. right on Twitch TV slash Aaron Porter is. Where we're doing a, a tabletop uh, RPG set in the world of Ruby uh, from Rooster Teeth, and uh, so that was a lot of work going into that. And anybody who who thinks that making a tabletop role playing system is is easy, man, it's fucking hard. Uh, it's you're constantly having to worry. It's it's a series of spreadsheets. Yes, uh, <laughs> I had spreadsheets on spreadsheets. Uh, with math and just all kinds of crazy stuff going, does this all, yeah, okay, this works. Um, no, you're yeah, Excel. It was, uh, but it came out pretty well. Uh, we're doing that every other Sunday, which cool. uh, this will come out on Monday. So the Sunday coming up after that uh, Sunday, yeah. will be uh, will be our next live stream. Swing by and see us 2 o'clock Central Standard Time uh, at twitch.tv slash Aaron Porter is. A lot of people don't it. realize that uh, RPG, you know, tabletop RPG games in particular, um, you, you've really got to enjoy data and statistics. A ton. Yeah. Math. Yeah. You must love math. Yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, I have played a little bit of Rocket League. Uh, and then for the uh, our Friday Night Championship Challenge, also at twitch.tv slash Aaron Porter is, uh, we, uh, 
I mean, I'm getting as many plugs in as I can. Um, we played thing, we played Move or Die uh, a couple weeks ago. That was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. And then uh, we also recently played Towerfall Ascension, which we were playing right before Sean walked in. Yeah, uh, that's co op. That game is unbelievably frustrating and yet <laughs> unbelievably fun. It's, fun. Still, yeah. <laughs> it's so much fun, it and it's been awful out... and fun at the same time. Yeah, it's been out for a while. Um, if you haven't played it, highly, highly recommend it. Uh, especially if you know if you've got a good group of friends that can sit around and deal with screaming at each other for hours on end. Uh, it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, Lee actually won last night. Uh, we record this on Congrats. Saturdays, um, but we had uh, had fun playing that. I've been looking at picking up the division, which I know you've been playing a little bit. So, uh, other other than other than the division, have you played anything else, really? Yeah, well, I'm still I'm about halfway through Far Cry Primal, which I'm digging right. the hell out of. Uh, somebody said on a uh, on a board that I read that it's uh, the same thing over and over, but it's really not. I mean, it is, but there's just enough. That's what most games yeah, are anyway. Just enough right. difference to it. There's always a bit of repetitive. Yeah. But uh, I've been playing that. Uh, I play Avengers Academy on my uh, okay. iPhone. Really? How is that? I'm enjoying it. I okay. mean, it's a Sims-esque game right. where you go in, you build something, you push everybody through their missions. But I've, I'm enjoying it enough to keep playing it. Gus, uh, the voice of... Uh... Oh, fuck. I'm losing oh. Mr. Teeth cred. Oh, no. <gasps> Snap. Uh, Simmons, the voice there of Simmons go. from Red vs. Blue is the voice of Hawkeye. Yeah. Which is hilarious a... if you actually see Gus. Yeah. <laughs> He's the most anti-Hawkeye-looking Hawkeye. motherfucker ever. <laughs> I haven't, haven't gotten to Hawkeye yet. Um, I've been thinking about picking that up. Uh, mobile games I've been playing, uh, Pac-Man 256, which is fucking crack. That and obviously Crossy Road, because Crossy Road's amazing. Uh, but Pac-Man yeah. 256, made by the same people. Uh, licensed uh, by Namco. It's uh, an endless Pac-Man, uh, uh, you know, randomly generated world, and all the ghosts, uh, like depending on their color, react certain ways, and they have different power-ups and whatnot. And you're just trying to get as far as you can. And if you pick up 256 uh, pellets in a row, it does a screen wipe and kills everything on the board. Cool. Um, and so, and it's fucking challenging. It's really hard. I just broke the ten thousand point barrier last night, and that was a fucking accomplishment for me. That game's fun. How's? Uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you were fixing to ask how the division is. How the yeah. fuck is the division? Because I'm, I've been thinking about picking it up. I dig it. I really dig it. It is an RPG first person shooter. Okay. Uh, you well, run it's around. Third person. Well, yeah, but first-person shooter. I mean, that's I that's run around with a gun. That's a shooter. That's the shooter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Borderlands is a much better RPG FPS. PDQ. I've heard X. them compared. Yeah, but just just like uh, an RPG, you have skills. You uh, upgrade your skills based on uh, which part of your uh, headquarters you you build like. Okay. Uh, you have a security wing, you have a medical wing, you have a tech wing. So you go through, you find your initial people to run those areas, and then you gain skills in those three areas. Okay. Uh, I'm really only about five levels into it, uh, but I'm digging it because you just you run around, you explore, little things that pop up on your mini-map, you run, you collect that stuff, and in the meanwhile, there are people standing around that want to shoot you. <laughs> you gotta shoot them first. Okay. Pretty much standard, but yeah. I'm 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 digging it. I mean, I haven't uh, had a lot of time with it. Uh, it came out Tuesday. I picked it up Tuesday, but I didn't get to play it except you know a little bit on Wednesday and a little bit this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna be playing a lot of it tonight. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I poked around a little bit in the uh, the open beta and uh, didn't get too far because of my. Uh, want to wander instead yeah. of play. <laughs> There's plenty of stuff to find. Yeah. Well, there was a. I, I saw a, a story online where a guy who lives in New York actually went and found his office in the game. Really? Oh, and, that's uh, cool. And he took he, he took a screenshot or a couple screenshots in the game, then went outside of his office to those to the exact same spot, took pictures, and it matches up 
fucking perfectly. And it, I was like, I was like, that's that's pretty cool. Well yeah. done, really everybody well at done. Ubisoft, because that's that you know when everybody goes, this game is set in this city. It's like okay, most people have not you know wouldn't know it one way or the other. Like whenever um, what was the game that was set in Chicago, the hacking game? Oh, um, Watchdogs. Watchdogs. Thank you. Uh, Watchdogs set in Chicago. And it's like everybody in Chicago was like, oh, that's great. And then they got in the game and said, this isn't Chicago at all. Yeah. Like this. But from the outside, nobody nobody fucking knows. Uh, yeah, but when just... people who live in that city, you know, like, right. for instance, Fallout 4 with Boston, you know, if you're walking around and you go, I remember, I've walked down this right. street a right. hundred times in my right. life, and you know that street, that and when you actually see it in a game, that's got to be really fucking trippy. Uh, yeah, um, seeing a lot of the landmarks in uh, Fallout 4 um, definitely, you know, brings you back to that location, sure. that home, and your experiences there. And uh, it was actually a little emotional for me when I saw it in the trailer originally. Nice. Um, but yeah, the, you know, they took a certain creative license with it because they really couldn't build Boston to the scale that it actually is. Right. Um, and that's why you see some of these games where, you know, they base it on a, a location, but they can't really uh, duplicate it right. per se. Um, due to size restrictions, licensing, so on. But uh, apparently, you know, the division... division yeah. Well, and, and even then, uh, supposedly, what they said was that their original build was, was even bigger than what you can get into now. And uh, But it was just, you know, it, it's like, great, you have all this room, but you have to fill it with content. Mm -hmm. And it has to be, you know, one thing that a lot of people don't, don't think about with online games, it has to be supportable. So, you know, because if... If you have this ginormous world, every block of that world that you're adding is is that much more data that has to be pushed and received and pushed and received. Right. And it's like if that's going to tax, you know, your your servers to the point that they're constantly crashing, fuck, drop some of that. As yeah. long as you've got enough of a world to play in and the game is fun, then it should be fine. Um, but they, you know, they shrunk it down, and, and of course there are a lot of people. Ooh, what? Right. I did not pick up the division on Tuesday. Uh, I thought about it. Mm -hmm. I and and I do all digital. I don't I don't pick up I don't do physical versions of games anymore. Um unless you know very some, rarely. Yeah, unless somebody's giving it to me as a gift. Um but for the most part I do everything digital. I thought about downloading it that night and I went let me see looking online, you know, on Twitter, let me see what the general reception's been so far. And everybody was talking about it's a lot of fun. However, I saw two things that made me go, you know what, I'll wait. And one of them, well, three things. One of them was that, you know, there were some some server issues right at launch. Naturally. No yeah. shit, it's an online game. Right, first you, day. Yeah, yeah if, if you didn't expect that, stop You're playing dumb. games. Stop playing <laughs> games and go away. Take You're a break at least. Um, yeah. the, but the other two things I saw was that there were there was some interesting griefing hap mm. happening and some cues lining up to speak to uh, certain NPCs or interact with certain things because... You can't all you you don't go through people like they're mm, physical right. objects. So people would like stand in doorways and do like the hands up thing, <laughs> and people couldn't get by them. Right. At all. Uh, or and then uh, you would see pictures where it's like all of these players are lined up and like have to go up to this little computer and press the button. And it's like, all right, cool, next, next. <laughs> and I was like, I I'll wait, I'll right, wait a little bit before right. I have to deal with that. Seems like Did, something they would have to fix. But that's the thing. Do you think that's going to be a problem continuing, or is that just for launch week? Because yeah. in my mind, you know, the, the, most of that stuff's going to be happening with lower level characters. You're going to have a, obviously most of your low, lower level characters are going to be happening uh, first week or so. Right. Um, you said that somebody already hit level cap. Oh yeah, a uh, first day, fifteen hours. Jesus. Level cap, thirty. Grats to that guy. Um, uh, but. You know, it's like after a while, that's going to that's going to kind of even out. Mm -hmm. um, and if you can keep people playing, right? Uh, you know, like one of the problems with I have with Destiny is most of their content is built for you know the highest level characters, mm -hmm. and it's like okay, great. So if you're not that highest level character, there's not really a reason to play the game because you're you're grinding just to get to that point. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's like, man, I'm good. You know, I want your game to be interesting from the beginning to the fucking right. end. Um, so if they've done that with the division, then they shouldn't have this problem moving forward, except for griefing. They need to figure <laughs> out something to do with that. Right. I had an idea we talked about at lunch one day about that, yep. which was, you know, like 
for instance, on Twitter or, or even in uh, some other games, you can just block someone. Right. Or ignore. Yeah. Um, in my mind, if uh, if I block a player, and, and this would be fucking difficult to do, but I should be able to block a player Maybe. and they would just no longer exist in my world. I would no longer exist in their world. Mm-hmm. So our collision boxes would just pass through each other. Right. Now, the problem you're going to run into is that that bit of information has to be sent out to you know, every server and right. all these iterations, and it becomes mm-hmm. technically very difficult. But I think we need to start looking at doing something like that. If we're going to go down this path where it's like we want these games to be pretty real, mm-hmm. we want you know we want things to feel physical, right? You know, um, especially the more we get into VR, right? Uh, and if that's the case, then we've got to figure out a way to be able to make that gaming experience better for folks when you've got a griefer and there's nothing you can fucking do about it, right? Because you're not in a PvP zone, so you right. can't kill him, mm-hmm. and it's like okay great i'm stuck in this building until this guy gets bored right and it's like and if it's a if it's a 5 year old or a 13 year old kid who's like this is hilarious kids can watch the same movie fucking 40 times in a row right. and they've enjoy got nothing it. better to do yeah technically i can yeah. do that now, too. i did hear there were a few <laughs> workarounds that sometimes would work like what um forcefully running at the individual yep. for uh, any period of time mm-hmm. could eventually phase you through them Okay. Or push you past them, um, and sometimes uh, selecting the wall behind them to crouch, and it would essentially oh, slip through. Right. Okay, interesting. Um, but again, they said it, it only worked, you know, every so often, mm-hmm. so it wasn't exactly a great uh, solution, you know. Yeah. yeah. We just uh, have we reached the point now with gaming that we need to start looking at building in almost that sh- social media aspect of I want to be able to control since. We're seeing more and more games go to this. Right. Not not necessarily an MMORPG, but kind of that, you know, like the Destinies, like the Divisions, mm-hmm. where it's a bunch of people in the same world uh, that can interact with each other. Right. Do we need to start looking for a way to where we can solve that issue, or is it, or is it just, is it a small enough uh, situation where it's it's not worth the company's time to invest in that? I think it's something that's going to have to be addressed. Like like I was saying with VR, you know, if we're going to be playing in these these greater worlds that have to feel more alive and stuff like that, there are going to have to be uh, greater things created that allow more flexibility uh, in the way that you're talking, um, allowing people to not be griefed, basically, um, to that point. Uh, um, none of us are really programmers here in that regard. So He kind of is. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's got more knowledge than, than the two of us. Yep. Um, Put so together. I don't ah. know. <laughs> I don't know about. That. I don't know what sort of limitations there are. Um, if it's a hardware limitation, if it's a a coding limitation, but you know, generally with programming, there are no limitations so long as you have the you know the mind <clears throat> to create what you want. Right. So I, I think it's just a matter of maybe they're still designing for the general populace hardware. That's. Okay probably what's right. happening because those are really your limitations right. and so as time goes on and people begin to uh adapt and, and the prices begin to come down on you know cpu uh, motherboard ram and all that t- kind of stuff people start getting more powerful hardware systems mm-hmm. then we may see that next generation of of style in the programming and the gameplay well what do you think I would really like for it just to be, hey, I'm going to play this game and have fun. Right. Right. However, uh, I don't understand the mindset. Well, it's it's a little beyond me. Yeah, you know? yeah. But as far as programming, uh, you need processors. Right. And you have to uh, deal with or allow the lowest possible access right. as well. Yeah. So you you know Joe below you, you got minimum requirements right you have to program for those minimum requirements and also for your maximum requirements right that's a lot but, of work yeah you um, can't go below them right but people you know are still gonna you know put together a machine that's got the lowest possible uh, requirements that they need right. to be able to play certain games sure right sure that's that's where the uh, where the uh, the stop is, you know, we can't make something that will have a, a high processing speed 
if no one can run that process. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And unfortunately, doing you know, un- making it ungriefable. Right. <laughs> That's a trick. Well, and, yeah. And and anytime you come up with something, where you go, okay, this is going to be how we make this quote unquote ungriefable. Somebody's going to come up with oh, yeah. some find way a to, way to grief it. Yeah, yeah. to go I mean, around. You've always I mean, that's, got that's, you know the hacker types sure. that, that want to make it difficult. Humans for everybody. love a challenge, and they will find yep. a way around. Sure, it. and it's you know it's it's kind of like um, you know they talk about uh, at gaming uh, tournaments and whatnot that unless they say these certain exploits, you know you can't use these exploits. But right. if they don't, if they don't mention them, technically they're not against the rules. Now they right. may come back, you know, afterwards and say, "Yeah, you can't do that." Yeah. Um, but uh, you know, it, it's people are always looking for some sort of advantage in a game, and it's 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 good when it's you know something where it helps everyone. Like for instance, uh, the loot cave in Destiny, whenever that mm-hmm. was a thing. <laughs> you know, that was something where it's like, yeah, everybody's gonna line up here. We're all gonna shoot this. We're all gonna work all together right. on this. Great, fantastic. Um, and you know they they went in and took that out of the game because, you know they you weren't playing the game they, the way they wanted to play, <laughs> which is a whole other a little, discussion for another dumb. day. Yeah. Uh, but the um, you know it, it was interesting that like everybody's like, hey, here's an exploit, let's all work together to to, to right. do this. And but you know then there's the other side of that coin where it's like, here's the division. Oh wow, people can't walk through me. I'm gonna block the one doorway mm-hmm. out of this building. Yeah. You know, my answer is... And it wasn't necessarily one door away out of the building. It was a way into an area uh, that would let them get good stuff. Ah. They weren't blocking the way out of a building or the way out of or into anything uh, standard that people would want to or need to be able to get into to progress. Right. They were standing in front of a doorway that would... uh, There's something good beyond it. Right. So they were keeping people from getting the good shit. They were like the lamest bouncer ever. And asking for a password. Hey, do you have the password? What is it? No, it's not it. Can't come in. You don't get <laughs> wow. the free shit. Wow. Boo that guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of MMOs with problems. What? EverQuest Next. Segway. I know. EverQuest Next has been... Canceled. Moment Aww. of silence for the, that's enough. But yeah. really, it has been canceled after almost three years after its announcement. Uh, the developers. Why was it canceled? The developers said it was a technological marvel. It was fantastic, it was except that it wasn't fun. fun. <laughs> it wasn't fun to play. Let me be the judge of that. Well, that, that's gonna be a real burden. I mean, on it the... was almost done. Imagine the people that have worked on that and then being told that their work was no fun. Yeah, your sure. work is no fun. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, listen, I think this was, you know, it sounds like they were trying to do a lot they know, were. within this world. Yeah. And it's like, that's that's fantastic. I can appreciate that. But it's like we were talking about uh, in the last episode where if you if you keep adding on and you keep mm-hmm. adding on. Project the, Yeah, the, yeah. Ga- the game goes from being a game to being this just amalgamation of all I, of all these right. ideas, and that's not that's believe it or not that's not what a game is. Yeah. You know everybody everybody talks about that that's what they want in a game is where they can go and just do whatever you you want to. That's called Second Life, and it sucks. <laughs> kind of does. Uh, you know, so it's like I get it. We you know we right. we want to have all these open possibilities, but at the same time, you know if they're if they go and they add all this stuff into a into their engine and they go wow this isn't really fun to play mm-hmm. you know i i don't blame them for getting rid of it you know you yeah. said you said let you be the judge of that but the problem is they can they, they can't, can't roll it out yeah. and go hey guys this game <laughs> might suck but good luck with it they couldn't roll it back though no it was too far gone. Yeah, yeah I, you reach you reach a certain point to where you've put so much time and money into it, overloaded that, the program. Yeah, that it's like you know we've you have to make that decision of do we continue with this or do we wipe the slate clean right. and take our losses. And the developers and, are taking a hit over this. Oh, absolutely. I've heard heard I've read a lot of people complaining. Uh, apparently, this isn't the first project they've nixed. Oh, really? Sure. Uh, and but it was the one that was the most hmm. anticipated. The largest amount of heat I've seen on them uh, is coming from folks who uh, put money into the oh, game. Yes, uh, because it was somewhat 
somewhat crowd uh a little bit crowd funded um but they uh and now you know they're like well i put a hundred dollars into this game and i'm not getting anything back to which i say to them you put money into something that didn't exist that's called investing yeah and i'm sorry that you got burned but that's investing. But a lot of people don't see that, especially when it comes to Kickstarter type things, where if it doesn't, uh, if it doesn't reach its goal, mm-hmm. you don't put any money, and we'll see. Here's the problem. Right. Right. It reached its goal. Well, that you it's put also, money in. It's also it. the fact that if I, uh, you know, if I buy into uh, one of these uh, early access games, mm-hmm. and I'm playing it, and it's you know, it's it's coming along okay, and then the developer just stops working on it. Sorry, you still got the early access game out there. Yeah, right? you know, um, yeah. but I, I, and I can understand you've lost a hundred dollars. A hundred dollars is nothing to scoff at, and it's just gone. Um, I I get that you're upset. Mm-hmm. Use it as a. I'm sorry, you you invested in something yeah. that wasn't real, right? And you you had every, they you had good intentions, and it's not like the developers went, ha ha, we got them, we fucking got them. <laughs> It was like, yeah. it was like, no, they they had every intention to to make this game, right. and it you're, didn't work out. And th- you're out a hundred; they're out a lot more. Right? Yeah, and that's the key right there with the crowdfunding. Um, because I'm a bit of a two minds with this. You know, I see both sides uh, fairly fairly evenly, depending on the uh, argument. But uh, the the biggest part is to at least see the effort. Right. They they tried. You know, right. sometimes you see these projects where you know they they do a crowdfund, they get the money, and then they just completely completely botch it. Right. And or they don't do it at all, and they just run away with the money. Right. Um, but that. for the most part, you know, people put effort into it, and you're taking that risk when you put your money into it. And right. I think a lot of people just don't really, you know, investing is not for everyone. And that being a, a new in the last few years, uh, you know, avenue for people involved in certain things to put their money into, a lot of the general public's not really ready for that sort of deal. So right. you know, it's it's a growing pain, really. Yeah. And you know, it's it's. It, EverQuest Next, uh, you were looking forward to it, Lee. Uh, I was. Uh, some of our other friends were looking forward to it, and it's you know it's not coming out. They are keeping what was it EverQuest uh, Landmark? Yeah, Landmark, said... the thing where you can build goddamn anything. It seems. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and you know, those who were founders in EverQuest at least get Landmark. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll be able to uh, you know, uh, one of the things I saw somebody say about the whole. EverQuest Next being canceled, and, yeah, and they put $100 in. They're like, that's right. I put $100 into a game that was going to be free to play. Uh, Landmark and, is not. And, yeah, and, and it's like, okay, that's great. You're not entitled to anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And they're giving, you know, they're giving you Landmark, and they've already said that this is not, that while EverQuest Next has been killed, this is not the end. Right. Of EverQuest, yeah. right? Like, they're still working on EverQuest one and two. They're still developing yeah, one stuff for and that. two are still out there. Uh, and they're, you know, they're going to do something else in the world of Norath. It's just not. Gonna it's be it's that. not going to be what they already had. Uh, does that mean that your hundred dollars is going to transfer over? Probably not. No. Does that mean you need to give them money whenever it comes back up? No, no that's still your call. Uh, but they are quote. Uh, the developer said, quote, right now we are focused on launching Landmark, advancing H1Z1 Just Survive, bringing DC Universe Online to Xbox One players, which I will play, uh, and launching H1Z1 King of the Hill on PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. So they have other avenues that are coming yeah. out. Yeah. And uh, and bully for them. I understand uh, it sucks that Next is being canceled. As you pointed out, some of these people spent years working on this right. game, and now everything you just did for three years. Thanks. Yeah, or but just... if you're in game design, you yeah, kind of have to, to accept that. Yeah, and that's any that's any type of creative, yeah. creative avenue. Project um, can be canceled at any time. Yep, and that's the thing. Uh, I think a lot of people who are really, really angry about this, none of none of those people have ever created anything, and they've never gotten to the point to where they've put eight hours into something and gone. Wow, that's not working the way I want mm-hmm. it to. Yep. Mm-hmm. Trash it and start completely over. Yep. And that's the worst feeling in the world and it sucks. And at the and that's that's eight hours. Right. Imagine three <laughs> fucking years and, and all these people working on it and you right. have to walk into a room and go, Hey guys. Listen. Uh we appreciate all the hard work you've put into this. Yeah, but guess what? But uh, this is just not working, so we're gonna have to start over. 
Dale, we blame you. This game was not fun. Damn it. You were the head of the fun contingent. Damn it. I told you. We should have just left the left turns in and not the right turns. See, it's Dale. Wrong Dale. Dale. Dale Earnhardt Jr. Yeah, see, that was a NASCAR joke. We did it. We did it. (laughs) All right, turn it off. We did it. OG Podcast. Thank you. Uh, Shut her down. Yeah, I'm, I'm sad that that's not going to be coming out. I enjoyed EverQuest 2, and I replayed EverQuest 1. Um, but if it's not fun, don't put it out. Right. I don't want to play yeah, it if it I, sucks. I get that. Um, you had an update on, speaking of oh. uh, of crowdsourcing, you I have did. an update on, on a story we talked about two weeks ago. Yeah, the Giants, Jay and Silent Bob. Wow, I can't speak. Yeah. Jay and Silent Bob game is about 57% funded. With when I read the story, it was 20 days. It's probably 18 by now. By the time this comes out, 16 days. Yeah. But who knows how much mm. further it will have been funded. People are buying into it. Not at a very fast rate. Not <laughs> at a very fast rate. No. You want to know? You want to know one that was people bought into at a very quick rate. It met met its goal like day one. Which one? Sentinels of the Multiverse. Oblivion. Uh, it's spelled Oblivion. Um, Oblivion. Yep, the final expansion for the Sentinels of the Multiverse. It's uh, a final expansion. <laughs> From Greater Than Games, uh, it's a card game uh, where you play heroes. where you play heroes. Uh, it's a co-op game, and it's their final expansion. There, uh, I'm I'm looking at their Kickstarter page right here. It finished up yesterday on March 11th. And uh, they made $1.5 million. Sweet mama. A little, actually, a little bit more than that. It was $1,518,322 from 9,972 backers. That is fucking impressive. And the good thing about this. Buys a lot of coffee. Yeah, it does. Uh, the good Death thing about this coffee. is, uh, other than a, that it's a game company that's that, in my opinion, is fucking great they are amazing at making uh tabletop games i enjoy their games um is that they they have built up enough of a rapport and enough uh confidence in their brand that people can that people have no problem giving them that kind of money mm-hmm. uh congratulations to greater than games yeah uh 1.5 million is nothing to scoff at I wonder if uh, Greater Than Games has had something to do with the uh, Steam game of the same name that's out there. Yes. I recommend it. Yeah. I Sentinels of the Multiverse. Yeah. Right now on Steam. Right. <laughs> I I can be watching TV and then turn and play it. I mean, it's it's turn-based. It's kind of card-based yeah. as well, but it's a lot of fun. Nice. Cool. You can knock out uh, an adventure or a... Or a uh, yeah, I'm gonna stick with adventure sure. in, in about 30 minutes or so. Nice. You know, depending. Yeah. That matriarch battle was a bitch. <laughs> it took me a little bit longer than 30 minutes. Oh, I'll take a peek. But it was yeah. fun. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. If you've ever played the card game, or if you haven't played the card game, and you want to know what's up, it's not it's not a bad game to pick up and play. It was like 15 bucks. Ah, uh, yeah. 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 Not bad. Yeah. Well, it was on sale when I got right. It, so. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. greater than games, but it was on sale. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, they're all right with that. So as long as it's being bought. Um but yeah, you know, this is you know, we talked last week about crowdfunding games. We just talked about yep. EverQuest Next, how people paid in and, and didn't get what they're what what they're expecting to get. Right. Um, you know, with the good thing with Greater Than Games, the good thing with some of these other uh established properties using Kickstarter because mm-hmm. they're Greater Than Games is a big company, but they're not a huge company. Right. Right. Um not a triple A developer. Right. So, you know, when they're making when they're making their card games and whatnot, this is a great way for them to build up uh equity, build up money so they can so they can make those games right. or complete making those and draw games. Draw a lot of interest too. Yeah. yeah. Uh you know, I've backed almost everything. I didn't back this one, I missed it. Uh, I was planning on backing it when I got paid last week and then I forgot. <laughs> uh for shame. I know, I'm gonna have to buy it retail. Um, because I have all of the other expansions. I'm looking at them right now. Yep, they're right over there. Um, if you but, see me look off with a wistful eye, I'm thinking <laughs> about playing Sentinels. But the, uh, you know, if if 
when we talk about games and companies using crowdfunding as a means to to develop their games, I think that Kickstarter and whatnot it's it's a great place for mid to lower level developers and indie developers to to use that. But as I said last week, I think when you look at somebody like a Kevin Smith who has all the money in the world, uh, when you look at somebody like Sony, he doesn't have all the has, money in the world. That's, money. that's a pocket. lot of money. That's he like has, Trump kind of money. He has a lot. All of money. the money in the world. Um, when you look at uh, somebody like Sony going, hey guys, yeah. Shinmu three. <laughs> yeah. All you have to do is buy in. If you buy in, we'll make the game. You know, it's like that's not what this is for. It's for situations like this. Sure. And one point five million dollars is great for it. That's for insane, that. especially oh, yeah. for a Kickstarter. Oh yeah. That much money on what was the original goal? Uh, the original goal was uh, one moment campaign. Dare you not be prepared? Forty thousand dollars, and they got (laughs) one point five. They blew that out of the water. Yeah, so they're gonna be making about uh, a billion games. Yeah, that's all the money in the world. One point five million. Yeah, uh, definitely shows them how much of an interest there is. Yeah, I mean, people love their games, and I and. Hell, I'm one of them. Yeah, we we've been invaded by a dog. Oh no! There she goes. Uh, These bitches need to get out of our podcast. Oh. I mean, well, hell, it was, it's a female. I dog. know, it's okay I know. But I'm looking at like maybe she doesn't appreciate that. Four thousand two hundred thirty-seven cool backers for the uh, for the pledge of one hundred thirty-nine uh, one hundred thirty-nine dollars or more. Wow, that's fucking impressive. Yeah, yeah, that is impressive. Congrats to Greater Than Games. That is that is awesome. And I will be picking that up just as soon as it goes to retail. Yeah, it's got me a little bit interested. Yeah. Well, we'll have to have you over and, uh, yeah, and, and play one night. It'd be great. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, Maybe I could talk the wife into coming. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't, don't press your luck. <laughs> don't, so. Yeah, yeah. Let, listen, let's not get crazy. Huh. Let's not get crazy. We'll see. I, I, don't, I don't blame her. I'd like to stay home, too. Yeah. That's the reason why we record. That's the reason why my studio is here at my yeah. house. Um. Speaking of, of of things not going well, as uh, you know, things went well for greater than games. I smell a segue. Things did not go well for EverQuest. Next, I oh, know he just had burritos uh, earlier. Yeah, mm. well that too. Um, the beans. Lionhead Studios, mm. division from Microsoft, who was another who was making, moment of silence. Who's making Fable, the newest Fable game, has been closed, oh. killed off. That, that, disembodied that was voice from somewhere. <laughs> that was uh, that was the other Aaron. Oh, Literally okay. the worst. <laughs> that was the dog. Uh, yeah, it's a shame. So yeah, they closed. If it's if it's any consolation, I have a friend in the beta that said it was awful. Really? Yeah. yeah so at least there's that. There's a reason though. But did they did they go into why? It was just the gameplay was awful. Really? Yeah. yeah. I think hmm. Microsoft story great ish, yeah. but the it, it's it's the evolve type gameplay. It's uh, four mm-hmm. heroes versus and, one villain, and it's pretty much they're pretty much gauntlet heroes, right? Versus uh, a villain, and everybody wants to be the villain. Nobody wants to play a hero, <laughs> right? So, I always thought with Fable because of that world, as cool as that world was, uh, that they needed to make a uh, an MMO. And granted, oh, yeah. and granted, MMOs are a dying breed at this point. Um, Which is a shame because I love it. Well, I, meh. I, there, there's too much, too many MMOs that are the exact same game just with different titles. Mm-hmm. Uh, that bothers me. But I thought they could do some really interesting stuff with that world. Yeah. And um, especially with the uh, choices you make. Right. You know, and making it, uh, making it a bit deeper than say something like uh, uh, a Star Wars Old Republic, which I love. Um, you know, with the storylines and, and whatnot there, but imagine being able to, you know, interact the same way that you interact with uh, NPCs in that game. Imagine being able to do that with with PCs. Yeah. Um, and Other I th- players. Yeah. So maybe they were going in the wrong direction. Yeah. It, sa- it sounds. Yeah. It sounds like they were. Yeah. Um, Microsoft really hasn't said too much else about it. They haven't. Yeah. Uh, people have been asking them, "Why did you close the right. studio?" And they just keep saying, "Well, we're you know we're focused on growing right. the Microsoft games. Uh, they are portfolio. shifting things around. Yeah. Mm. Um, which I mean, hell, they spent a ton of money on buying uh, Minecraft. Mm-hmm. 
that's gonna have repercussions long term. Now, granted, they're making a ton of money right. on Minecraft, yeah. but that's still money that you're you have to you have to get that money back from somewhere. If it means closing down Lionhead Studios, which yeah. is making a not great not game, just Lionhead though. Right. So many other studios. Uh, have press play was press the play. other one. Yeah. Well, that was announced just then. Right. A lot of studios that have been developing Connect games right. are going away because they're kind of turning away from the Connect. Which is interesting to me because uh, a lot of the technology that is in the Connect is in HoloLens. Yes, sure. It's a lot of the same technology. It's just taking it up to that next level. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why when people are like, oh, the Connect is dumb, I'm like, I love my Connect. I love being able to walk in and talk to my my Xbox One and have it do whatever it is I need it to do. Um, now, granted, do I play games with it? I think I've played two games with it. Uh, one was the Disney Fantasia game, which was oddly fun, and it was a good workout. Um, but which I need, as you can see, I uh, can't see because of the maybe table. a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, maybe <laughs> I should play a little more. Uh, but you know, it's, it's like it's I know Sorry. the Connect is using or the Holland is using. Technology Sorry. directly from the Connect, yeah, in the headset, mm-hmm. and so it's like, yeah, this isn't what exactly what we want, but right. this is the stepping stone. Right. And Microsoft's yeah. being very, very good at doing that, of saying we've we've created this, this worked well, mm-hmm. or this di- this part didn't work well, but this part works great. Let's take that and move that over here, and we'll use right. it in this way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a lot of speculation about why they're they're doing it, but if you really look at it, you know, you can see that they're they're moving towards. You know, supporting their Hololens, mm-hmm. and they're looking towards supporting uh, either well-established, very popular games, or potentially creating new platform games. Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, so, well, and it's that, and it's uh, and this is kind of transitioning into right, another yeah. topic that we're going to talk about. But these right two kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, is really uh, is UWP the Universal Windows Platform? Yes. Uh, now, granted, we are not saying that Lionhead Studios and Press Play Studios were closed because of UWP. Right. There, there's, there's nothing there that would correlate that. Uh, some people are trying to make that argument, to which I say you're full of shit. Yeah, there's gosh. nothing out there that would make sense. They would go, hey, we're launched. We're really pushing this UWP. Hey, right. Lionhead Studios, which is owned by Microsoft. Right. We're closing you down. Right. Why? Uh, you're, you're not complying with UWP. You're not complying with, uh, with yeah. So that's silly. Don't. I mean, no if, you, if you think about it, and especially in the way you were describing it, mm-hmm. you know, Fable could have really been an interesting, uh, you know, MMO RPG type yeah. VR game. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, so, yeah. you know, when you when you try to go down that speculation route, there's a property right there that could have transitioned well into it. Yeah. Wouldn't have made sense to close it. And we're, and and this is not. I would not be surprised if another Fable game gets built. Right, and yeah, it doesn't mean that point. that franchise is It's just is not happening from Lionhead right. at all. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> they are elsewhere. Right. Yeah. Uh, Phil Spencer actually was uh, was you know talking a bit about um, things getting closed down, and they, you know he said uh, somebody asked him on Twitter about why did they close those uh, studios, and he said, "quote It's impossible to go into all the detail." And I apologize for that. Just know I'm committed to our uh, one piece, our you know first party, first party titles. Um, and he's absolutely right that people want a simple answer of why did you close these two studios? And there's not one. It's there's it's, it's business. A, yeah, it's a myriad. There's of, never a simple answer when it comes to business. Right. Like for instance, the company that we work for, which I'm not going to say on on air. Uh, I'll say it. <laughs> uh, we were bought out by by a large company a number of years ago. And now we're going through a name change, name change where we're losing our name, yeah. and we're going and we're going to be, we're going to essentially be the same name as mm-hmm. the company that bought us. Nobody's really thrilled about that, but it's business. Right. I understand the business aspect of doing yeah, it. Right. I think it's dumb. I think I think they're making a mistake, but the business aspect of it, from their standpoint, I go okay, yeah, fine. I disagree with you on a couple points, but it's the same thing here, where I'm sure that there are people who are way up in Lionhead Studios that are you know near near the top in leadership that saw this coming. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, I I guarantee you somebody within that company went, oh, yeah. we know that this is not going to end well mm-hmm. because we're spending X amount of dollars to make this game that people are saying are, is not fun and we're no game not fun. Yeah, and we're not getting it we're not getting it out out the door. Right. And, and it's like eventually behind. Microsoft is going to be pissed because yeah. we're we're becoming we're becoming 
a cost, right. not a source of revenue, right. and that's a problem. And just because uh, Lionhead was dissolved, that doesn't mean all those people are out of work. Oh, no. That's yeah. also true. They're going to pull you know, the best of the best out yeah. yep. and put them on you know, other projects. Like we mentioned yeah. earlier, you know, in that sort of industry, you, yeah. you move from project to project sometimes. Sometimes you're on it for a long time and you mm-hmm. move somewhere else. You know, they, they accept that a lot of times and when they join that industry. Right. It is very much of a transitive, it's unfortunate and it's, transitive life. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes it takes something like the studio you're working for to close down for you to say, you know what, I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah, that's and also true. that's where we get innovations. Yeah, in you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Something that may be keeping things uh, from being innovative, according to certain developers, is that UWP that we mentioned, uh, Universal Windows Platform. According to Microsoft, uh, the Universal Windows Platform uh, is, is built, so an app that is built UWP, can run on any Windows-based device from your phone to your tablet or PC. So, in theory, it's a great idea. And I'm, I have the introduction to UWP app design thing right here in front of me. I'm looking at it. And, you know, some of it seems really freaking cool. Uh, and it's it's just trying to make it to where it's a bit more streamlined for people who are making Windows apps Uh instead of having to make a mobile version and a version for this and then a version for PC and a version. You make one, and as long as it's made within these standards, it's going to be it's gonna run great on all of those. And now the, the kicker of that is that it's only available through the Microsoft Store, right? which at this point does not have, even though Windows has a ton of users, it does not have a bunch of people using it. Right. They haven't had luck with it since Windows 8. Right. Yeah, and Windows 8 was a fucking disaster. <laughs> yeah, so it's uh, they're having trouble with adopting, you know, people adopting it, even people that use Windows platform, like myself. Yes, I haven't even visited the Windows Store. You know, I, I haven't used any Windows apps. Right, and uh, I have Windows on my two PCs right. that that I have yeah. at home. Windows 10. Windows 10. Uh, I up, yeah, I upgraded to Windows 10 on both of them. I have Windows 10 on the system that we're recording on right now. Right. And made the jump. perhaps this is the next step um, because we all know that Windows Games Live didn't do too well and they, they closed that. Right. So that's where a lot of contention with this uh, comes along is people are like, well, you're just trying to repeat past failures. You know, how do you think this is going to work? Right. So, you know, maybe they've thought it through and they've learned from their past mistakes and then they've got something a little bit better up their sleeve that'll work and function better. But there's always that fear that they're going to lock down games or or software right you know that won't work anywhere well and that's uh, and that's one of the things uh what is his name do you know his name off the top of your head i don't know to Uh, whom we're speaking gabe newell no no no. the the, tim sweeney that's it uh tim sweeney wrote a uh op-ed yeah yeah piece uh in the guardian from epic yeah yeah uh, and he just went off on UWP saying pretty much it's he, that Microsoft is trying to monopolize, they're mm-hmm. trying to lock down, right. and uh, this is the most aggressive thing Microsoft has ever done, um, and that now it's all PR spin, and they're trying to, you know, they're trying to make things, they're trying to say that things aren't going to be bad, but that things are, you know, going to be awful for developers, right. and, and so on and so forth. PR spin, it's like, yeah, um, everything's PR spin, right? Yeah. But I'm PR spinning right now. Yeah. And th- there are some things that he says that I agree with. Um, but there's some of it that I, I think he's, and granted, he's in the, he's actually in the industry. So he does know more than I do. But from an outsider True, looking in, um, one of the things I would point out to him is he says this is the most aggressive move Microsoft's ever made. No shit. They have <laughs> yeah. to be aggressive at this right. point. Let's go, th- let's go through Microsoft's business recently. Uh, the Xbox One is is being undersold versus Sony's PlayStation 4 on a That's rate of almost 2 to 1 yeah. yep. depending on the some uh, statistics that you look at. Yep. Microsoft or Windows 8 was a joke. It was awful. Nobody wanted to use that. Windows right. 7 was fine. Windows 10 is great. I love Windows 10, but it's you're trying there are still people who are like I'm not going to use Windows 10 right. because Windows 8 was such an awful experience that I they they lost them. trust there. Uh they have Pretty much no no share of the of the mobile market. None that's worth a right. damn. Right. Uh, it's it's all been lost to Android and to Apple. Uh, Apple has been eating up 
slowly but surely more and more of their market share when it comes to home computing mm -hmm. because oh, people yeah. go, I have an iPhone. I love my iPhone. I have an iPad. I love my iPad. I wonder if I would like a Mac. Hey, I do. I'll just keep buying Macs even All though right. they're more expensive, but they're a hell of a lot more stable. They're more standardized. What When you have a Mac, a Mac is a Mac is a Mac is a Mac. Yeah. Um, so they've been losing market share there. They're Which, having to close down gaming uh, gaming studios because they don't have the money to fund those people because they are funding it into into things that are uh, more profitable. So yeah, they're being more aggressive. They're yeah. trying they're trying to lock down their revenue streams so they can build towards the future because right now this is the first time in Microsoft's long history in a very long time that they're looking at their crystal ball going we are fucked. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder. Uh... Are people saying Apple's trying to get a monopoly on things as well? <laughs> That's the thing. What they're doing is Microsoft no different. Microsoft is doing exactly what right. Apple yes. did. And in fact, Microsoft. And my one, my one argument against Microsoft isn't the UWP thing. It's that they're fucking chasing Apple. Yeah. And it's well, like, okay, great. Uh, what are you going to do that? What are you going to do that's going to do better than what Apple right. has done? And so far, their answer has been, we're going to do exactly what they do, except we're Microsoft. So anything that we do, people automatically go, Microsoft, God, they suck. And it's like, or maybe, you know, maybe maybe they're, they're they think, maybe they know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to get, you know, I'm not, you can give them benefit of the doubt without, without saying, hey, I, I think everything that they're doing is great. And Tim Sweeney's not doing that. Tim Sweeney's saying, no, what they're doing well, is awful. And I don't, uh, we, we will fight this to the bitter Tim end. Tim Sweeney's a little butt hurt. He is. So, you know, you have to, when you have somebody that is just spewing vitriol like that about something, you, you kind of want to look at their background and mm -hmm. say, why is this dude so against something like this? Right. And and when you do, you find out he's he's kind of a kind of an anus. <laughs> I mean, Tim Sweeney, kind of an anus. I thought you were going to have a very specific reason why. No, no, I, I didn't. Uh, you know, dig into his background yeah. like that. Uh, it was TLDR. So you have a, yeah. a history with contention and Microsoft? Well, that's the thing is his studios, you know, make Gears of War. Right. Yeah. You know, so, which was which a big is, seller. You know, yeah. Uh, which, Microsoft. Uh, it's just, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's only on Xbox. Mm -hmm. It's not on PSN. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he's talking about, um, here are his bullet points, uh, Talking about uh, a solution that he uh, that he's come up with that any PC user huh. can use, uh, any PC user can download and install a UWP application from the web just as we can do now with Windows 32 applications. No new hassle, no insidious warnings about venturing outside of Microsoft's walled garden, and no change to Windows default settings uh, required. That uh, any company can operate a store for win PC, win PC Windows games and apps in UWP format as Valve, good old games. Uh, Epic Games, EA, and Ubisoft do today with, with the Win32 format, and that Windows will not impede or obstruct these app stores, uh, relegating them to second-class citizenship. Uh, and he goes on and talks about that uh, they shouldn't uh, try to create an in-app commerce monopoly. And it's like, no, that I, I get it. He's worried he's going to lose business. Right, and and I and I get that, but he's. The, the things that he starts talking about are like, he's like, well, you know, it's kind of like what happens with the Android store where you can get apps from outside the Android store, mm -hmm. but, you know, they hide they hide where uh, the way to do it. They make it very difficult. Well, yeah, they don't want you installing right. apps that are that have not gone through their right. store. Right. You're it's, on their device. Like, like and if you, if you don't want that, either A, learn how to go around it, mm -hmm. or B, don't use an Android. Right. I mean, but Apple what does are your, the same thing. But what are your other options? Because Apple's even more restricted. Right. Hell yeah. So yeah, what, are, what are your other options? Apple is you either use what's on their uh, or store you or don't. you don't. Yeah. yeah. But Android, it's just like, you know, there are people, you know, it's open source. That's cool. People will go on there and create a virus that grabs all of your information. And Android doesn't want stuff like that on their store. They're doing that for your own protection. Yeah. So we can assume, I mean, we can. I understand there's the other side of it, but we can assume that if Windows doesn't have it in their store, they've vetted it or they haven't had a chance to vet it yet to make sure that there's not something like that. Right. Like I, um, 
when it comes to um, Mac, you know, like I said, Windows is trying to do what Mac has done uh, for years, which is you can go in and the actual security settings in Mac defaults to if you didn't get it from their store, uh, they don't want you to open it. Uh, and it's like if you try to open it, they'll go. Are you sure you want to open this? You go yes. And they go yeah. No, you still can't do it. You you need to go. You need to go here, 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 and change this. Mm-hmm. And you oh okay. You have to go through all these windows to try to find it. You get there, you get it open, and it, done. You know, Microsoft has built something very similar to that into Windows 10. Right. Okay. Windows has always uh, first off, uh, fucking OS X has always been. Uh, I want to hold your hand and, mo- and guide you through this. I know. Oh, I want to hold your hand. Um, the Beatles poster doesn't hurt. Uh, you know, I want to guide you through this. Right. You know, I'm going to give you the best experience you, you can have while using our system. And you can go in there and say, I, no, I got this. Thank you. I, I got it. You can turn that off. You can do the same thing with, with Windows mm-hmm. 10. Yeah. You'll be able to do the same thing with this to where, yeah, you can still get games and whatnot. App from Steam, from all these other sources. Steam, GOG, Humble Bundle, I mean... And Microsoft's not going to... It, it, you know, Yes, Microsoft's going to make it a little bit more difficult. However, the marketplace will decide whether or not it's a good idea. Right. And right now, I'm telling you that it's probably going to have a setting in there to where you go... Uh, you know, go allow, to settings, you know, UWP, uh, allow other... You know, allow, allow other marketplaces. Yeah. yeah, done. And that'll be Just it. Just like... Uh, Windows Media Player is not my default choice. Google Chrome <laughs> is my default web browser, not Microsoft Edge. Because, right. oh my God, Edge does, is not compatible with anything right now. No. It's know, not. It's terrible. And and he even talks about like, uh, like how hard it is. If Quote, if you've tried to change your Windows 10 search engine, web browser, or movie player, or to turn off their invasive new lock screen ads, Windows search bar, Bing spam, and invasive quote analytics you know what i'm talking about it's not fucking hard it's in the goddamn settings yeah i could turn that off in about two minutes and granted we all know how to use computers we're all we're all technically minded savvy right however my argument is most people who play games on their pc because this is pc gaming right probably have a little bit of an idea of what they're going for Yeah. yeah And they, they, they can get into settings. And if they can't, guess what? They'll Google or Bing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because they can't get... get away from Bing right yeah. now. You know, how to, how to get in there and turn that off. If you Bing how to turn off Bing, <laughs> if it'll tell you. Do you get Bing points for that? I probably do. Oh, wow. Let's do it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bing points. Working up for that Amazon gift card. Ooh. Hey, booyah. Oh, Will they let you go to Amazon? Could you turn that gift card into a Steam gift card? I maybe interesting. Yeah, you know it's it, it's just one of those things where I think people every time a company like Microsoft uh, or a company that's very large that's had some not so great PR stuff in the past, uh, when they come out and say, "Hey, we're going to change something," and it's one of the few things that you do like, we're going to change lose it. Their people minds. go, "No, no, yeah. don't change it, no." Right. But, but like, you know, Microsoft changes something every few years. Yeah. It's like they changed to Vista, and everybody went oh. ape shit because it was awful. Awful. So they said real quick, "Oh well, here's seven. Seven's better than Vista." What if seven that was, was, right. seven was What if that was the plan? The only thing inevitable and constant is change. Yeah. Oh yeah, but what if that was the plan? What if they knew Vista was going to be kind of shitty, but we would need something to? Well, I mean, look at Windows ME. Windows ME oh, was, was, was <laughs> terrible. Don't look. Right. That and look guess, away. Shield your guess eyes. Guess what? That was uh, the operating system on the first computer I ever owned. Mm-hmm. My, that I right. owned, not yeah. that my parents owned and I used. I remember when Windows launched. <laughs> I remember programming in DOS. Right, yes. Yeah, I yes. remember DOS. Yes. That's it. Change I, drive. Yeah, I, I still I still use DOS commands sometimes at work. Hey, um, good to know. They work. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's still know, the base of Windows. Yeah, but, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's one of those things where I, I think Tim Sweeney has... Some interesting points. Sure. I think he has some points in there where you go, all right, this is something we need to keep an eye on, and this is something that we should be worried about when it comes to these individual topics. Mm-hmm. But overall, UWP, I I get it. Yeah. It's like it's like you're trying to make it as easy as possible for your developers, and yes, that means that trading off of that, yeah, we'd like to lock you in there to, are some to, to use 
to just use our system. Right. Okay. Like, and if you don't like that, then just don't, just don't use it. Just don't. And go to Steam and and continue to, to to do your thing there. And guess what? I guarantee you, Valve, who has all the money in the world, way more than Kevin. A lot of people have all the money. In they the world. do. <laughs> uh, Valve 5 million of it. Val- Valve has all the money in the world times like eight. Yeah. Um, How is that possible? They're they're that's not possible. They're thinking with portals. Do you know. That's not even how this works. <laughs> but he, uh, it's not how any of this works. You really think Valve's just going to go, oh, okay, that's cool. Right. Oh, people yeah. aren't going to be able to get to our store? On? Okay. Oh, God, yeah. no. They're going to they're gonna be like, Gabe's yeah. going to step up and say, listen, not only are they going to get to our store, we're going to have a sale. Yeah. Yeah. He's already commented on, on Oh, us. yeah? What, what do you have say? to say? Hell if I remember. All right. <laughs> God, that's such a weird quote. Right. Look it up real quick. That's what me, and, real quick. me and Sean will entertain the yeah. masses. He's like, think. oh, I looked at that, but hell if I remember. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I, I really don't recall what he said. I don't think it was really negative. It may have been slightly negative, but slightly <laughs> Yeah, bring it on. Right. <laughs> I, as a matter of fact, that may be what he said. Yeah. Bring it on. Uh, Welcome to competition. No kidding. Yeah, It's not going to be a monopoly as long as we have Apple doing the same right. thing. We can always pick Apple. We can always go over to Android, which, you know, I'm kind of surprised Apple doesn't have a console. Has that been in the works? <laughs> they do. It's called your iPhone. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, but it's not a console per se. No. What did you call me? Oh, oh. let's go. <laughs> he called me a Perthay. Come on. You read, read faster. Uh, read <laughs> I'm reading. Sorry. Read out uh, loud. Uh, Jesus uh, Christ. Uh, we can only uh, do so much. Uh, let's see. Gabe Noel from, uh, this is from SoylentNews.org. Soylent News is people. It That's is. what it says at the top. <laughs> I love nerds. Uh, apparently, they got this from Gaming on Linux. Uh, oh. Gabe, Gabe Newell from Valve was quite right to fear about the future when he started talking up, uh, talking up Linux, and now it looks like Microsoft will be trying to push their own store even more. Sure. Uh, mm-hmm. da, 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 talks da, about da, da. Windows 10, Xbox da, 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 da. One. Uh, yeah, that's that's one of the things that's coming out of the U- UWP news is the fact that um, unifying they're going to be made that the next Xbox console sounds like is actually going to be closer to a PC. Right. In the fact that uh, you buy the base console and as time goes on, you buy it's things to customizable. Right. Yeah. Um, which. The only way that I could see that working is with a UWP sure. uh, type uh, system because, you know, one of the things that there's a reason why big developers make their games mainly for consoles and then they have PC ports because your Xbox One and my Xbox One is exactly the same. Exactly the same. The only difference may be storage size, uh, but Mine your is PC, a little bigger. Your PC, my PC, Genetics Sean's PC, all right. three of our PCs are. Absolutely different from each other, Completely and it's like, yeah. how do I build this? Mine has a mole. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like a sticker or just like, sure. I know okay. it's got a mole. It's a mole, moly mole, moly moly. But it's huh. to optimize the build. You have to just try to build for somewhere in between and go. Just like the God, minimum requirements. Yeah, yeah. It's like I hope this works. Yeah. Uh, if it doesn't work for your computer, sorry. Either upgrade or you don't get to play. Yeah. No. Um, so that's one of the things where UWP is going to absolutely need to be in effect for them to be able to build games that work on these uh, on these upgradable mm-hmm. Microsoft Xbox systems that are, you know. And I'm all for the upgradable Xbox because uh, I have often said load times would be so much faster if I could just throw an extra stick of RAM in there. Right. Upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. Let me get in there. I mean, you can go in there and crack it anyway, but that voids the warranty. <laughs> yeah, well, if you're worried about that sort of and thing. And if and if you red ring, right. There goes your Xbox. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't right. really happen so much on the one anymore, but that was an issue with the 360. Yeah. Uh, I'm not seeing any quotes from him okay. here or there. I don't I I don't know if he's so much getting quoted right now or if Something he still said in the past relatively is, new. Right. Is, is, is actually uh, kind of coming back. Right. Um, you know, I it, can't imagine he's too worried. I doubt I it. I mean, he's not. Steam. They don't even act worried about you know, good old games. So Yeah. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, the only reason I've ever gone to GOG is uh, 
because one weekend they ran a sale mm-hmm. on Witcher 3. Yeah. And so I bought The Witcher 3 through them. Nice. I really kind of shouldn't have, though, because <laughs> the download engine was awful. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But so I've never used yeah, you just download it once, and then you have it. Yeah. So that's the thing. is I, I, I've used the Microsoft Store for uh, a couple of apps that, oddly enough, didn't do what the fuck I wanted them to do. Huh. Um, so And then when I refined my search to try to find what I needed, I found that they didn't have what I needed. Right. Right. Um, but Still new? Still new. Um, and then, but when it comes to like games and whatnot, I, I go to Steam. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, it's like Steam, Steam's where I, get, where I go. Steam has that marketplace. And yes, I understand Microsoft is trying to carve out, carve out their little part of it. Just um, like everybody is. Yeah. But, you know. Don't blame them. They're not going to be able, there, there's no way they're going to be able to say, hey, if you have a Windows, if you have a Windows 10, you're not going to be able to get your games anywhere but us. No, I no, guarantee you <laughs> that happens. There will be litigation. Yeah, they'd be putting a knife right in their own throat. Well, and, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's the it's what happened with Internet Explorer. Yeah, you know, it was like, oh no, you have to you have to have this. And uh, really, this I have to have use. this slow moving piece of crap. Yep. Uh, no, I'm going to use Google Chrome instead. Yeah. So you know, it's I, I get it. Or the Foxfire. <laughs> Fox Just want to slap everybody who says that. Shake and um, shake and bake. <laughs> and I helped. You know, it, it's. The UWP is 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 going to be their their foundation to build on, and there are I I'm sure there are things right now that they go this could be a great idea and we're going to do this and this and this and then the market will go hey no that's not a good no. idea and they'll go okay hey our bad we'll change it. No. We are an adapting uh, enterprise. I mean yeah. it's the technology you have to you adapt. You have to be. You have to adapt to survive. Yep. So time will tell. Yep. Yeah. And time is up. Time oh. is up. Time Good show. I dug up. it. We've gone we on. talked a lot. We did. We did. We talked for a while. Uh, so that's going to be closing out the occasional gamers podcast. I don't know. I'm talking like this. <laughs> hey, do you like some sushi? I don't know. The occasional why I gamers podcast. The occasional gamers podcast happens every two weeks. You can catch the uh, YouTube video on the Polyhedral Productions page. Just go to youtubecom Productions. You'll find us. Uh, you can also find us on the Mobcast Network. You can go to scottywhite.com. You can find it there. Uh, we're going to be going to other uh, podcasting sites as well. More information on that to come. And uh, you can find all of us on Twitter. You can go to poly- at Polyhedral Prod. You can find me at Aaron underscore Porter underscore is. You can find Lee at Grim142. That's it. And you can find Sean at... I am Sean Jones. Yes, he is. <laughs> My mama gave me that name. There you go. Yeah. And all un- right. until two weeks today, let's go play some games. All right. Yeah, we'll do it. Thank you for listening to the Mobcast Network.